0: Full-blown transfer portal season is nearly here, so we're going to get out ahead of our skis a little bit and look at some names potentially for NC State. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Wolfpack. Free and available wherever you get your podcast, and on YouTube. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm Grayson Boone, joined by former Wolfpack defensive tackle Kenton Gibbs. We're here on this Thursday, and we're talking transfer portal. As we've all been watching on Twitter, you've been continually seeing a lot of names start to trickle out onto the timeline of people that are announcing that they will be entering the transfer portal. I do think all of this is sort of funny because technically the portal is not yet open. It's more of an intent to transfer, yeah. which is, I was I was a little bit confused on how the, the kid from Texas A&M is already committed to UNC when he's not even technically in the portal yet.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you can go ahead and verbally commit in the portal the same way you can um, in recruiting, even though like technically speaking, you don't have an actual offer from that school until they like tax it over and all that, you technically speaking, do not have an actual offer. Um, It's the same deal here. You know, it's just a, Hey, we want you. You want us great. Let's go ahead and pair together type deal, which has happened here. And UNC gets themselves a fine quarterback. You know, I think that that, that, that Johnson kid, he's a special, special guy. If only he could play a little safety too. He, they They'd really be in the money there. But we're not here to talk about the boys and Baby Blue. I mean, hey, thirty nine twenty. but proceed, Grayson.
0: Yeah, with that being said, I'd like to verbally commit to dinner with Rihanna. So thank you all. <laughs> thank you all for your thoughts and prayers. I uh, can't wait. Respect you know, his decision at this respect time. Respect my decision. That's my next big move. Lots of <laughs> prayers and conversations. Very excited to announce. But anyway here, what we're going to do here is I'm going to read down a list of some names that have started to come out already. And basically what I want you to do, Kenton, you're going to give me a yay or nay. Tell me if you think that this would make sense for NC State. And then I'll go, do you think that this is even in the realm of possibility? Maybe like a 1 through 10 rating on that one. So disclaimer here, four of these are quarterbacks and one of them is an offensive lineman. But we'll start here. Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers. He's got 94 total pass touchdowns in four seasons with the Bulldogs over 12,000 passing yards as he's been in an air raid offense. Do you think Will Rogers could potentially make sense for NC State?
1: I mean, playing playing scheme or playing his uh, scheme fit-wise, absolutely. Play style-wise, absolutely. Is it feasible? Mm, (laughs) That's a little different of a story. I mean, the reality is this. A lot of these top quarterbacks coming out of the portal – the uh, so I've called around to many folks to make sure that this is true. OK, because I didn't want to run rampant with something that's that has no foundation, no basis to it. A mid-level quarterback is not going to run you for that much in the portal. These top end guys, the guys that everybody's salivating over and when they hit the portal, everybody, they mama picked up the phone. And said, hey, how you doing, man? We we love that. the The price that I'm hearing is low seven figures. For those of you who don't know, that is millions, at least a singular million. I don't know if we have that type of money. Um, Yeah, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. However, again, scheme fit wise, yes. Anai loves the air raid. He is an air raid guy. We got a lot of receivers coming in next year. I'm sure we're going to go into the portal and get some more receiver help. All I'm saying is this, old boy from Indiana, do the thing, do the thing. But uh, very seriously, scheme fit, yes. If we can find a way and his number is not up there, let's get him.
0: Yeah, should mention, this is a very early look, of course. The floodgates are going to be blown off the hinges once Monday and the rest of next week roll around. So just a very preliminary look, but – it's interesting to start thinking about some of these names. I know a lot of NC State fans have already been pondering some ideas online. Next one here: Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke, yay or nay?
1: I believe that there was a uh, there was a dance put out uh, when we were younger that that kind of gives me my feeling here. There was first part of it was whipping. What was the second part? Nay, 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 nay again. Nay. Listen, I don't think. No, no. As a matter of fact, I wish that I knew more languages so I could say no in more languages. Absolutely not. I'm saying that what he showed us last year in conference play in the words of the man who wrote the Grinch, stink, stink, stunk. I do not want that near my program, especially at the price point it's likely going to get you. No.
0: Absolutely not. And, and I mean... Not only is that not an interesting option, but the possibility of that is also probably zero. This next one here is my current favorite option. Of course, that is subject to change over the next couple weeks. Kansas State quarterback Will Howard. He's 6'5", 240, looks to be an absolute ball player. He threw 24 pass touchdowns this year, also ran it just a little bit. He had three rushing touchdowns. What do you think of Kansas State quarterback Will Howard, yay or nay?
1: Now, this is my guy. He's, this is one that I'm, I'm excited about. I think that he could do some great things in Raleigh. I guess I'd be excited for another one year rental. <laughs> yay. I'm lying. I, I really don't like the one year rental thing. I think that you need a couple years to truly, truly get ingratiated into a different system and thrive. So, I mean, I'd still say, yay. I, I wouldn't turn them down again. I think that that's a, you know, you you get them on, a, on the humbug, as they like to say where I'm from. You get them much cheaper than you would some of these other guys. But, um, you know, you look around the country, look at guys who transferred and had multiple years to get into the system, and look what their second and third year look like. But, you know,
0: I'd, I'd still say yay. Yeah, Will Howard feels like a guy that would fit very nicely into Robert and I's system. Can do a little bit of everything. Got a lot of a dog mentality. He feels like he would fit the program culture here at NC state very well. So we'll see how feasible that one is, but he's definitely one to keep an eye on next one. Coastal Carolina quarterback, Grayson McCall yay or nay.
1: I don't trust a guy's name. Grayson. That's, that's one thing that you got to know. You You know, a real shifty about the eyes, all those Grayson characters, but um, in all seriousness, my, my only problem is this. I see him as a borderline guy. Mm -hmm. I see him as like a really good backup to potential like starter that you win with not because of in the ACC. And especially because the offense that he ran at Coastal is so unique and different, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to get him up to speed. With that being said, if he's willing to come in as QB2, I say yay. If not, I say nay.
0: Yeah, that's essentially my exact thoughts. I think that he would make sense as a QB two, but I don't think he's looking to play QB two. I think he's going to be looking for a starting role, but in addition to that, he's one that I I'm not so sure would fit into the program culture too, because like you mentioned, I think it would take a little bit longer for him to get acclimated to Robert and I's system. So I'm not sure that this one makes a whole lot of sense. I know Some folks are a little excited. He's from North Carolina. I don't think this one makes sense for NC State. I did not include Duke quarterback Riley Leonard in this list because I'm not sure it's probably feasible at all for NC State. I think he's going to go to Notre Dame. But what do you think about the possibility of Riley Leonard from just down the street?
1: You know, I mean, obviously the possibility isn't something that I see as super feasible. But if he wanted to come, come on with it, Riley. Come on. We got a spot for you, brother. We Grab a beer, get something done. You even got to move apartments. Think about that. It'll be a long commute. You know, not gonna lie to you. You have a little, little bit of a hike from Durham on to Raleigh every day. But uh, very seriously, I, I, I'd absolutely love for him to come. But again, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's in the uh, realm of possibility. So, you know, more power to him wherever he goes. Uh, but yeah, I don't really see that being with the pack.
0: And last one here, Clemson offensive tackle Mitchell Mays. I understand that this one would be a potential homecoming as he's from the Raleigh area. What do you think about NC State potentially having back-to-back years of landing a Clemson transfer?
1: We need big bodies that can move people up out the way. We need that. That is not something I think we want. That is something we need we we have tack, we have at least one tackle leaving Belton is probably going to he may come back as well but you know i we you can never have enough big fellas that can you know do the the um the moving of other folks throwing folks out the club and protecting your quarterback so i'm all for it yay yay a thousand times yay
0: yeah i think this one makes all the sense in the world you know in addition to needing big bodies up front you're going to need to have way more depth in your offensive line coming into 2024, but it's the the whole like homecoming movement has gotten very popular in the transfer portal and not just football and basketball as well. Yeah. Several of our guys on the basketball team chose to come to play closer to home. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that in football as well. So certainly could have Mitchell Mays making his way back to Raleigh. I think he would make a big difference if he were to choose to do so. Up next, we'll be talking about some ACC awards that our Wolfpackers have won after a quick word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the day is eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience, that's what brings home the winning trophy. But it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay's guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back that's because with ebay motors you're burning rubber and not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, time to talk some ACC awards. As we've kind of been alluding to recently, Peyton Wilson's going to be taking home some hardware this offseason. And on Wednesday, he took home his first. Peyton Wilson was named ACC Defensive Player of the Year, and it was not even close. In an absolute landslide of voting, Peyton Wilson won the award, as he should. It should not have ever been even in question. Peyton Wilson is far and away the best defensive player in the ACC this year.
1: Absolutely. And I'll take it a step further and say he's been the best player in the ACC by mile this year. I mean, the reality is nobody's been as consistent, as thorough, as impactful as he was week in and week out for their team. That's just the reality. That's just the reality that we're looking at. And uh, so, you know, Peyton doing Peyton things, Peyton winning awards, It shouldn't be a surprise to us at this point.
0: So I guess brings me to my next point. You might've already just answered that. Were you surprised to see Jordan Travis take home ACC player of the year over Peyton Wilson?
1: Was I surprised? No. Was it right? Also, no. The reality is this. If we're looking at offensive player of the year, how do you win offensive player of the year when there's a player at your position that outperforms you by every statistical metric?
0: Yeah.
1: And I hate, I hate, Actually, I, I don't hate this. I just strongly dislike this. I very strongly dislike having to give the boys and baby blue compliments. Drake may beat that young man in every statistical category. That's, he was the better player with a worse supporting cast, might I add. That's just a fact. And yet he wins offensive player of the year. I'm not mad at that. I know it's, you know, that's, that's the nature of the beast. But, the player of the year overall, how? Yeah. Again, I don't think you should have got offensive player of the year if you are performed by somebody at your position. But to get player of the year when there is one guy that head and shoulders, the, the rest of the field doesn't come close, doesn't scratch, doesn't, you know, it's just not it at all. It's very confusing to me. It's very confusing. And I'm going to tell you this much. The ACC is only going to have one guy that's going to go on to win national awards. Anybody want to guess who that is?
0: It's going to be Peyton Wilson.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. With all due respect, you know, I hate the injury that happened to Jordan Travis. I wish him all the best. I wish him a speedy recovery. He is not going to, to New York, not going to get all the awards, all the things. And that's no disrespect to the young man. He just hadn't been up there with the cream of the crop in the country. He's performed well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he had a terrible year by any means. I'm saying that the best, he was in the category of very good. He was very good this year. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. But there is a different different ball game when you're talking about elites. And Peyton Wilson, elite through and through.
0: It's a little bit of a parallel to maybe the Heisman in that it's kind of evolved to the quarterback of one of the best teams in the country. And yeah. because Jordan Travis is on the 12-0 Florida State Seminoles, it probably did boost him into being the winner of this award. Because like you mentioned, Drake May did have a better quarterbacking season than Jordan Travis did. And so for Drake May to not get that award, I'll I'll leave that there. So Peyton Wilson, though, there is no one else in the ACC that made a bigger impact for their team than Peyton Wilson. We've talked about it a million times, but you go back to that Duke loss. And in the post game, he said, this team, Needs to get tougher. We we feel like a little bit embarrassed right now. They went to work in the bye week. They came back out and they were a different team on the other side of that. Who do you think was the engine in that car in the defensive car on that side? It was Peyton Wilson. And look at us now. We're nine and three. All of a sudden, we are overjoyed with the season we just had. That's because of Peyton Wilson through and through. Peyton Wilson was the most impactful. Player in the ACC this season. You already mentioned this too, Jordan Travis. He's not. How do I phrase this? Jordan Travis is essentially driving a Ferrari, too. Yeah. Peyton Wilson took took our truck into the shop, fixed it, and now we're back on the road. Jordan Travis is you know riding around in the hot rod. He's got the fastest car. Peyton Wilson effectively had a hand in saving the season. That's how impactful he was for the NC state Wolfpack. And so it is a shame to see Peyton Wilson come up a little bit short for this award. It wasn't short by much. So a lot of voters did recognize his significant impact uh, for our team this year, but simply just wasn't enough. It is what it is. Like you mentioned, he's about to win national awards instead. So I'm going to, I'm going to choose to put way more emphasis on those in the coming weeks. Anyway, we also had wide receiver Casey Concepcion take-home ACC rookie and offensive rookie of the year, well-deserved. I mean, who else was going to win this one? I don't see anyone else vying for these two spots either. It it had to be KC in this situation.
1: You know, I just want to say one more thing about Peyton Wilson before I get on to KC here. That game against North Carolina was a – that was a stamp on I'm the best player in this conference. Yes. Fifteen tackles, a sack – a forced fumble, an interception. I mean, what what more can the young man do? But not on the KC. Absolutely. I think the closest the closest guy for um, offensive rookie of the year might have been Calandria from Virginia. And, Maybe, yeah. And he had ups and downs. His highs were really high. He was very excited to watch play. His lows were extremely low. There were moments where it's like, my brother in Christ, I understand that you're a freshman, but stop. But nobody had the consistent level of performance as a freshman that he did. Nobody else. So I think that that's an easy one. You know, um, looking at looking at Casey in this role is that's easy.
0: We're gonna round out our show by talking about some updated bowl projections and where we think the Wolfpack might land here near the end of the month. After a quick word from our sponsors, our second sponsor of the day is Prize Picks prize picks is simply the most fun you can have winning up to 25 times your money this football and now basketball season you just select two or more players pick more or less on their projected stats and then place your entry with basketball season here you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league this is a league specifically created for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues so for example, you can choose LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three pointers made and receptions. If you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schulz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab. These are entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each and every week. Of course, PrizePix also offers their reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance policies. So head on over to prizepickscom slash lockedoncollege and use code lockedoncollege for a first deposit match up to $100. prizepickscom slash lockedoncollege and use code lockedoncollege for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks. Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Last couple minutes here on Thursday. Talking about some bowl projections for the NC State Wolfpack. But I want to start this off. I saw a very intriguing poll on Wednesday. Let me bring this up for Alright, this tweet comes from at BivPack on Twitter. They ask, what is more desirable as an NC State fan? 10 wins against what you perceive to be an easier opponent in the bowl game or getting into an elite bowl like a New Year's Six Bowl and playing what's perceived to be a much harder opponent? Kenton, I'll let you answer first. Which way would you lean on this one?
1: New Year's Six me now. New Year's Six me. Let me tell you why. A lot of people like to think, oh, State can't beat good teams. We haven't beat good teams. And I would ask why. Why not? Our offense just put out their best offensive performances against Power 5 teams in back-to-back games. And you're going to sit here and tell me I feel uncomfortable with us going up against a really good team for what reason? Peyton Wilson's last ride, make it a good one. Aiden White's likely last ride, make it a good one. Seeing what we're seeing from these guys, I don't care who we got. I don't care who it is. I do not care. I don't care if it's one of those teams that just – actually, I'd prefer it to be one of those teams that just got left out the playoff. Yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah, I, I know. You're, you're sad and upset that you didn't get into the playoff. Oh, shucks. Was the season even worth it? Yeah, I know. Some of y'all are going to sit out to go to the NFL. Go ahead. Sit on out. and Get us our 10 wins. But no, I, Elite Bowl me yesterday.
0: I'm also clicking the Elite Bowl button on this one and you kind of touched on it. The way that this NC State defense has been playing right now, I do think that they could stack up against virtually anyone. So I think We would make any hard opponent into a pretty good matchup, depending on who we got. But also something to consider here, if you're playing in an elite bowl, like a New Year's Six Bowl, depending on who the opponent is, they could have several significant contributors not suiting up for this bowl. So who's to say you don't find yourself in a favorable situation against maybe like an Ohio State or a Penn State or an LSU you could find yourself with a great opportunity to knock off a brand name team in Mm -hmm. a premier bowl and you create an even better program image than you would have perceived otherwise. Now, I do want to say this. I understand some of the folks that would rather have the 10 win against what they perceive to be an easier opponent here. But I think the, the risk reward is so much better with the elite bowl here. If you were to go into an elite bowl and you win that game, that is like 10 times better than just having 10 wins here.
1: Think about think about it from this standpoint. Not only do you win a major bowl game against a major team, right? But you also walk out of that moment with the ability to say, "Hey, this is which one sounds better? Which one sounds better? The 10 win Orange Bowl team, or the 10-win Tax Slayer Bowl team? You know, like, uh, what are we doing here? And and furthermore, at the end of the day, let's look at the the possibility of a loss here, right? Even in the easier opponent thing, you could still lose. You could still mess around and lose. You could end up going to the Hyundai Sun Bowl and still not get the job done. You could go to the the RNL Carrier Bowl and still not get it done. Uh, we bet not end up in no damn RNL Carrier Bowl, but that's neither here nor there. The reality is, you could go to a lesser bowl. I don't even think RNL Carriers even has a bowl anymore. But you they get my to, point. Yeah. You get my point. You should not hope for hey, path of least resistance, get us to ten wins. Uh, uh-uh. like we said, like Grace and I said about this team going into the bye week. There is no way under, there is no way around, there is no way over. You got to go through it. There's only one way to get what you want, and it's not going to be the path of least resistance. It's going to take strain. It's going to take effort. It's going to take you doing something special. And I say the same thing for 10 wins in a bowl game.
0: You've made it this far. Why run from the grind now? Yeah. (laughs) But also think about it this way, too. How often has NC State had a chance to play in a Premier Bowl like this? I say yeah. if you get it, you absolutely take it. And the context behind this, I guess, is that NC State could still have a shot at the Orange Bowl. I'm not so sure that'll work out in the end, but they're saying it's possible depending on the outcome of the Florida State-Louisville ACC Championship. The idea is if Louisville goes into Charlotte and they get the absolute breaks beat off them by the Seminoles, They could drop back just enough for NC State to pass them in the CFP rankings, and that would qualify them for the Orange Bowl. Here's the thing, though. I sneaky think Louisville might win that game. I think they might beat Florida State in Charlotte, but that's neither here nor there. We'll now get into some bowl projections, and I've been seeing a ton of projections having NC State in Orlando in the Pop-Tarts Bowl slated against Kansas State. What do you make of this?
1: You know, I've been uh, trying to diet and trying to eat right. You know, you might have seen my face slim down a little bit. But if I must go down there and eat some pop tarts, eat a an overwhelming amount of pop tarts, honestly, on behalf of Locked On Wolfpack, I would you something.
0: eat the live mascot pop tart?
1: No, no, that's sicko activity. Um, <laughs> like, all right, let's just let's just do this logically here, right? When you're passing around the pop tart everybody's hands or mouth ends up on the next piece that somebody else is going to get. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I will say this, at ACC kickoff, I, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't dabble in some some Pop-Tarts. You know what I mean? I'm, I was a big Pop-Tart guy growing up. If you eat unfrosted Pop-Tarts, you belong on a list. A watch list is your destination, my brother, sister, friend, in Christ. But I wouldn't be mad at that. Wouldn't be mad at that.
0: No, I think the Pop-Tart Bowl would actually be a great bowl for NC In addition to having a a pretty solid opponent in Kansas State, they've been ranked for much of the year. It's close to a New Year's Bowl. It's not exactly the same as a New Year's Six Bowl. But I think that the Pop-Tarts Bowl... This is not exactly a well-thought-out answer, but hear me out. The Pop-Tarts Bowl, because they have a cool bowl name, I think will get a lot of attention. And so if NC state finds themselves in a cool bowl or what do you perceive to be a cool bowl? I think the pop tarts bowl is a cool bowl. If they go into that bowl down in Orlando and they handle business against Kansas state, I think that's a very rewarding bowl win, not just getting to 10 wins, but again, the, the whole idea on brand recognition, brand reputation, it'll look good. It'll look very good in recruiting the transfer portal, the whole nine yards. So I think NC State, honestly, I think they're in a win-win situation here. Whatever bowl they get, if it is a higher-level bowl or something like the Pop-Tarts Bowl, I think both are very favorable for the Wolfpack.
1: Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree. And also another opponent that people are throwing out there is Oklahoma State. And I'm going to tell you this.
0: They had a bizarre year.
1: Oklahoma State would get the brakes beat off of them. I mean, it would be so bad part of part of Van Gundy's mullet might disappear based on how bad those boys get whooped because they, if you watch all the games in which they got blew out by like a UCF or South, Southern Alabama or whatever the case may be, they all had one thing in common. They stopped the run. They stopped it well. <clears throat> well, if only NC State were good at stopping the Oh, wait, we are. So uh, yeah, I think that'd be a, very good time for NC State. I think that'd be a bowl game where, oh, it's going to be a great time. And, uh, you know, we'd have some fun there. Um, although, you know, don't perform too well defensively because apparently Duke's trying to get their grubby little fingers on our defensive coordinator, Tony Gibson. But we'll talk about that in another not, day.
0: Not on this here watch. I will, over my dead body is Tony Gibson going to coach at Duke. I will yeah. lose my mind. If we lose Tony Gibson to Duke, I will. Many Diaz like that. is your
1: guy. Manny Diaz is your guy, Duke. He he has coach head coaching experience. He I, I mean, look at that defense up at Pitt State. Uh, it's traditional. Everybody knows players want to play in that. You know, players want to play in that type of defense. That's your guy. He's he's your guy, Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz, head coach, next head coach of Duke. Manny for Duke. Manny for Duke. Manny for Duke.
0: Certainly a lot to keep your head on a swivel for these next couple of weeks, whether it's the transfer portal or selection Sunday, seeing where NC State Wolfpack football will end up in their bowl game. It's a very exciting time for NC State football. The, the fruits of our labor of this season are about to pay off in a big way. It's, it's going to be a very fun offseason, as we've been telling you guys, not just in the transfer portal, but what, whatever bowl we end up in, It's going to be a great look for the program. And so we are extremely excited to see how that comes to fruition. That'll do it for us here on Thursday. As always, thank you all so much for your support. I'll say this, and it could be different by the time we look at this in the morning. As we're recording right now, we have 998 subscribers to this channel. Again, I'm going to check on this when I get up in the morning. These post every day at 6 a.m. If we have a 1,000 by the time that this gets posted, it'll be a special time. Appreciate all the support, as always. Make sure to hit that like button. Get your comments in the comment box. We have plenty to choose from on Fan Friday. And again, like I just mentioned, if you have not already, mash that subscribe button. Tell a friend to tell a friend to mash that subscribe button. We will see you all on Friday. Until then, go Pack. Go Pack. (laughs)